All right, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Back on Tangent podcast uh, with your host, me, Mr. Blake. And with me is, why don't you introduce yourself for once? It's me. I'm me. I'm, I'm, I'm the other one in the, in the description. He's the other one in yep. the description. All right. Cowboy Bob. And, uh, this week we're... <laughs> it's Cowboy Bob, it's everybody. Cowboy Bob. Your favorite, <laughs> mem- your favorite member of the podcast, Cowboy Bob. And today, me, Mr. Blake, and Cowboy Bob, we're going to be talking about uh, Army of the Dead, the newest Zack Snyder film on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's a zombie heist film. Mm-hmm. and um, Very interesting premise. Very, yeah, actually. I was... Yeah, when you say it like that, zombie heist movie, it's like, oh. Yeah. Zombie and heist. Two, two things that <laughs> separately are quite played out and not very good recently. But together, such intrigue. Together they make a... Pretty all right. They certainly do. And <laughs> and yeah, so we're just gonna be talking about that. Yeah, so this is Zack Snyder's latest film. I guess right before this was Justice League, but he technically made that four years ago. Yeah. So I don't know if that actually. But he happened. only just got around to it uh, recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, we did an episode on that, and our review was what, Kyle? Long. <laughs> long, very long. Just like the movie in question. Yes, this is a. It's a pretty lengthy movie, isn't it? It's like two and a half hours, mm-hmm. and it's got some got some meat on it that I think could be eaten away by some zombies. That's gotta be a just like Dave Batista. Like... It's got some meat on it. Gee, okay, I was watching this movie, and maybe it's because I'm used to seeing him in the Marvel universe where everyone's like a fucking giant, mm-hmm. but he's huge. He's so big. Like, like he's enormous. Like a regular sized man. I mean, a zombie man jumps on him at one. Yeah, and he just fucks him off. He just, he just really does just like, just throw him away. Yeah, it looks like a child. Like only a man of that size could. Jeez, Dave Batista. Slow down on those steroids, please. Your family's worried. <laughs> We're worried. I'm not. I'm I mean, worried, he says he's okay? gonna slow down. He he says he's not gonna do any more Guardians movies after number three because he's gonna be like fifty-five or something when those movies when the last one comes out. So he's like, fuck that shit. I'm famous enough now. Yeah. I, I can finally stop this shit. I can star in Army of the Dead. Yeah, I, I, I can. Ca- my, my career can carry itself <laughs> now. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to be the biggest fucking human being on the planet. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah. So general thoughts, Kyle. What did you think of this movie? Just general one minute gist. To summarize gist. it, to completely get cut right to the heart of the matter. And to not dawdle or dilly dally or shimmy shammy or whatever you want to say. No beating around the bush. No bloody. No no, no coughing around the patient. <laughs> no capturing the wrong bird. No playing d- dick waddle and ass grab. <laughs> just straight there. Nope. Very concise. Just. Yep. Cut the shit. Just bloody right to the heart of the matter. Just really zoning in on, on the briefest, most direct thoughts that I have on it. Pretty good. No, <laughs> no uh, I thought... <laughs> to gen- genuinely, though, uh, it was this movie was an eight out of ten movie that just every so often wanted to argue the case for it being a six out of ten movie. Just every so often, it would just go. Yeah. How about something shit. Yeah, I I, I kind of feel the same way. I like. I, I think I like, might like the first half better. Yeah, which is odd, because nothing really happens in the first half. The first half is like, they just get the team together, they show up in Vegas, but I like that it's a little bit more quiet. Some of it was just because, like, I liked seeing um, Snyder's, like, zombie universe kind of being built. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so there's an interesting kind of, like, 
command structure, mm. his character. Oh, by the way, spoilers for everybody. I'm yeah, not... yeah. It, uh, spoilers as usual. <laughs> but this is for a, it's a zombie. Talk about. It's a zombie movie. You've seen this before. There's yeah. a couple interesting things, but you've seen this in before. Um, should we tell everybody the premise of the film? Yes. Just, I, yes, I will start. So, um, so do you mind if I do this one? Actually, cool, actually, just, just yeah. Cause, like, yeah, because just cut me off at the base right there. Just, uh, I'll just, uh, I'll just hush my mouth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I, I only ask because um, this movie primarily takes part in place takes part take place in Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm. For anyone who doesn't know, I lived in Las Vegas, Nevada for oh. a good majority of my life. Yes, I'm a Vegas news for me. Yeah, also. look at that discovering things about each other. How romantic. Mm-hmm. But I used to live in Las Vegas from when I was like five or six to when I was like 14. And I lived there recently for about like a few months. Um, so I, I know the area very well. And watch this. It was both very fun. Because I was like, oh, look, they're in Vegas. They're on the strip. This is where the casinos and stuff are. But this is also clearly filmed by someone who ignored all the geography <laughs> of Las Vegas. Because from this, how this movie is made, they make it look like the Las Vegas strip. It's just that and the desert all around it. Like, there's nothing else. It's just the casinos and landmarks. But it's like, there's a high, there's like interstates and highways (laughs) that lead into it and houses and crappy hotels that nobody should still stay at them. Don't ever stay at those. Well, as someone who's never been to your country, I didn't have an issue with that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually care because it's a movie, so who gives a shit? But, um, anyway, so the perception of Las Vegas that it's just casinos, then desert. Fuck all. Just like casino strip, nothing. I said, oh, let me tell everybody the premise. And then immediately talked about myself. Oh, fucking. That's the premise of this podcast. <laughs> Just me. No, no, but so, general idea there is a zombie outbreak, gets contained to Las Vegas, which isn't that much different than how it looks right now. <laughs> and there's a big old vault of money, 200 mil, big bills down in the vault beneath the some building in Las Vegas, the Bly. And Dave Batista is hired by a Japanese man. And I only point out he's Japanese because the film points out one point that he's Japanese. My god, do they point out that he is Japanese in one of the most awkward bits. One of the most awkward... It's so weird. ...scene that is like... It's so weird. One of the most awkward, prolonged, just flat-on-its-face jokes in, in cinema. Just not good. And so they're like, I want you, Dave Batista, big old strong man. Big old bagger flipper. together a cool team. You guys are going to break in there. You're going to get the money, and then you're going to get the hell out. And then you're going to get lots of moolah. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I have a problem with my daughter, because I killed her mother. And, yeah, that's just the premise. And then it's, from there, they has got to do the heist stuff, and also the zombie stuff. Oh, looks like there's a siren. Excuse me, Mr. Siren. I'm trying to record a podcast. No podcasts allowed. <laughs> I thought you were trying... I know you're trying to save someone's life, but I'm trying to record a podcast. But anyways, yeah, back on tangent. Yeah, so Army of the Dead, though, that's that's the premise. I thought it was what Kyle said. Pretty good, and yeah. So, do you have any specific thoughts, though, or stuff? Aside from that very strange Japanese scene. It was scenes like that that really made this movie go, we're a 6 out of 10. Yeah. I feel like this movie, the most enjoyable parts about it, even in stuff like that, it's just seeing how much fun Zack Snyder feels like he's having making it. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, that seems weird, but you could tell he enjoyed yeah. that for some reason. I'm really warm to Zack Snyder in recent years. 
because I think I think he's a, he's a real Rick and Morty of a man in that what he makes <laughs> is really not that controversial in of itself like inherently yeah. what it brings to us you know is it, what it brings to society is not really anything that's like that should cause uproar or backlash or what it did end up causing a cult it it really like and yet he even even though that's the case even though that he doesn't do anything necessarily inflammatory or anything like that for some reason a just a group of weirdos a big old group of weirdos were like let's glom onto this and are so yeah. invested in his work for DC Comics and Warner Brothers that they just dedicated their entire online lives to it and uh, became one of the worst parts of the internet but having watched more uh, like kind of more of his movies since then and you know it being so long after his uh just after the the Justice League and then seeing his cut of Justice League and and seeing a few interviews with him and and stuff like that, I, I've started to warm to him. He is he is seems like a nice guy, or whatever. And he, and he likes to make a joke and whatever. And, and I feel like a lot of the quotes that were just like pulled from various uh, press conferences and um, and Comic Con appearances and stuff like that, where he was like, you know, Marvels for babies, grow up and whatever. I, I I'm kind of now reframing those in my mind in a more kind of light-hearted view and i'm like this is just a nice man that like doesn't yeah, want anything to yeah, do with that incredible. weird shit yeah he he seems like a very very nice person yeah and that's kind of what i've liked about him is even though i i have a love-hate relationship with a lot of his movies yeah he always seems like a nice person and he always yeah he, he seems stories are always like yeah he's really nice on set and he's always very welcoming and yeah yeah even though sucker punch is terrible and um anyways army of the dead army of the dead back on tangent good yeah, thinking back on tangent but yeah yeah no um it, it's a very enjoyable movie i think it is and i don't think it's one of those turn your brain off films and no, I, I don't like that terminology very much it's it's not, it's there, not there, turn your brain off good. necessarily i think that th there are certain periods where it's like and here's the action bit but there are other things where it's like wow this is like this is quite intelligent and it says something like a lot of the, especially in the first half, there's a lot of the stuff in the uh, in the camp, and and particularly the yeah. uh, the 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 character of Shades from the Luke Cage show, whatever that guy's name is, who always <laughs> plays skeezy, uh, like sleazy kind of um, terrible people. Immigration, <laughs> immigration officer. Yeah, the immigration officer or whatever he is. Yeah, um, there, there seems to be all that stuff. a very like clear political stance, like not stance, but like, like a moral it, it, it stance. Is, yeah, I don't know if it's a stance even, or just it, using this as a weird like immigration allegory sometimes. Yeah, I don't know if it works, but it's there, and that's one of the things where I'm like, Snyder, does this really work? Is there a zombie heist film where you want to make immigration policy? Well, it, it's not so much the allegory. immigration stuff that was the the strongest. Um, part or the the most the loudest part of that subtext. The the loudest part was the uh the treatment of women and the kind of like, yeah. I think that that was the the point he made much better and much clearer than anything relating relating to immigration, so to speak. But but you know it it definitely does uh go in that kind of direction, and and I I like that it's a nice firm, you know morally. <laughs> 
uh, morally correct kind of, you know, stance and, and view on that. Just like, this is some creepy, horrible shit, and I, I'm so glad that there's no kind of ambiguity about that, that like, oh, but maybe this guy's actually a nice man when you get to know him. It's like, no, he's a, he's a terrible, bullying, possible rapist. Definite rapist. <laughs> well, definite, yeah, definite rapist. There's a lot of implication that he is a rapist. He's absolutely, he's almost, he's certainly the worst. You, you rape people, you get turned into a zombie. Yeah, yeah and you get shot in the oh. and, and it hurts as well. Like, and people don't like you and they will quite happily leave you for dead, which is what they do. And I'm, I'm really made up with that bit because if that was any <laughs> other character, that would be like some really hard to watch shit. But the fact that it was him, I was like, yeah, get him, get him. Yeah. Bite his face yeah, now. Screw this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I um one thing I like about the movie and it does have Snyder's it just it what it was it feels a very Snyder film even though it doesn't have his classic slow mo um it has his over the t- like if you watch um Sucker Punch and you watch yeah. um uh, Legends of Cahool I'm just I'm kidding I, I don't know I've never seen that movie um I I've never he, heard of anything called the Legends of Cahool so it's like an owl it's like an animated film with owl did he do did he do that yeah that's him. He never talks about it. He did one of those, like, break down my career things. He didn't even mention that film. Cool. Maybe he hates it. <laughs> but anyways, um, it, 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 the way, like, he films and the way he shows his action sequences and his people, it's it's very Snyder, and you can see that all over the film. Mm-hmm. And it even has a classic Zack Snyder musical opening sequence, which he loves. Oh, he, he loves some music loves playing music. over um, a lot of action and stuff like that. Yeah, and look, it's a little cheesy, but that's what yeah. I love about it. I, I, I really I think like it works for this. It has his... Yeah, one thing I noticed, this was filmed digitally and not on film, which he's always done film, which is something I appreciate about it. He loves it. film. They film it on. <laughs> but they... And you can tell he's he's doing the shots he normally kind of does in these musical openings, the, the vibrant costumes and colors, the, the over-the-top cinematography. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that, but it's digital. And it just doesn't look as good. Like, it's still a good-looking movie, but I was like, man, yeah. this was on film. This would look a lot better. Because there's some stuff on digital that just doesn't look as good on film. Hmm. But it, it still it has all this, like, over-the-topness that I kind of love. There was... And it kind of needs that, because it's a zombie film. Yeah. Did you get a... Um, I don't know if you've ever played these games, but you know Destroy All Humans, the games franchise? Yeah! Did you get that kind I of vibe from the, the intro sequence? Yeah, I did, I did. Mainly, I think, I to did. me, it was... A weird zombie Elvis being blown up by <laughs> bombs, which is not necessarily something that directly happens in a Destroy All Humans that feels move, so uh, Watchmen. game. But it just felt... I don't know, something about that, that slow-motion intro sequence. You know, fucking Elvis waddling about and then getting blown up. There was just something very... There was just a strong vibe of the Destroy All Humans game. Yeah. And I, I really enjoy that. That was, <laughs> that was good. The film also, um, it's it's funny watching because I think he said he he wrote this movie like right after he made Dawn of the Dead, and it's interesting. Yeah, apparently he came up with the premise and story years ago, but he just kind of sat on it because he got busy, you know, making other stuff. And it's funny thinking that and being like, huh, because there's some there's some parallels between this and Dawn of the Dead, tiny things like the zombie baby thing. There's a similar subplot in Dawn of the Dead, the remake he did. Where a woman, a pregnant woman, gets bitten, and she has like a zombie baby, and it's like, yeah, I'm an evil baby. 
That's that's what it says. Exact dialogue. Don't fact check me. Yeah, yeah, but I I really like the the action set pieces in this film. I don't think any of them are too long. I don't think any of them go on. I think some of them are too short. Actually, I wanted more. <laughs> yeah, if anything, I was like, this film could do with an extra ten minutes of just those things. Yeah, and um, but I do feel like this movie is pretty long. It is. It is quite long. But um, two and a half yeah. hours. Should we talk about the characters? Because oh. I think it was a, it was a colorful cast of characters, and while they didn't necessarily oh, all was it ever? resonate. I think there was some some definite standouts, and um, and I enjoyed a lot of them. I don't know any names. In fact, I'll probably look them up right now. Can I can I talk about my favorite? Sure, character you do that while I look it up. My favorite character was the guy who came to the meeting, decided, "Oh wait, this is a yeah. zombie thing. <laughs> Fuck this," and then just left. The only appropriate response. <laughs> Which makes it so funny because, like, if you cut that out of the film, it's doesn't really seem like there's any point. What? Why? <laughs> Why was that in there? Who knows? Um, that was a little, little weird. But also, Tignoterra. Yeah. That that's. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that, and you know what? I don't know why I did yeah. this, but I kept looking at the scenes she was in to see if I could tell that they were. Oh, I could. Were, yeah. Um, yeah, I did yeah. too. And in in the beginning, it was quite obvious, and then, and and I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Because like, it's not like. It's not like if I notice that she's been uh, green-screened in or whatever. For, for context, for anyone who doesn't know this, uh, the, oh, the yeah, role we, uh, yeah. played by Tignataro, uh, Marine, Marianne Peters, her character. The pilot. The pilot. No one should have an actual name in this film. They're just the pilot or whatever their role is. So the pilot in this film was initially played by, and I should probably say alleged for legal reasons, sex offender, pedophile... Um, Christie Island, and so basically they filmed it with him, and then those al- those uh, allegations came out, and yeah, so they had to replace him, which was which was absolutely the right call. The, it was the only call to make on there, and yeah. yet for some reason I kept looking at you know, and Tignataro's great. I, I've seen her in some of the movies, and and I like her stand up and stuff like that. A great yeah. choice, and she played a real good character. But for some reason I kept. Because I knew this behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff, kept watching the scenes that she was in to see how obvious it was that she was in, inserted in after post, and all her films were seen, all her scenes were filmed in a vacuum. Um, if you um, yeah, if you don't know, you won't notice at all. Yeah, like you, you honestly, I, I, I kept paying attention, and I, I was like, oh yeah, there's, there it is, right there. But it doesn't matter. Like no, if, it doesn't take. If you don't know that going film. in. It's like the. I'm gonna say like it's like Henry Cavill's mustache. I feel like if you didn't know that going in, you just mm. wouldn't have noticed. Because my my friend didn't know. Didn't know. And I saw it with her. I was like, and she didn't know. And I was like, did you know anything weird about his lip? I was like, it's like I thought it looked a little weird, but I didn't really think anything of it. I thought maybe he just has a I, weird lip. I don't think it ruins the movie, but I don't. No, I don't think no. that it's unnoticeable, even if you don't know about it. I think just the phone scene. Yeah. That, that I think that was the one that people. Know. That's the yeah. Worst. Like there's like a couple of really high egregious things, but it... why open it with that? God. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah. So I really like Tignataro's character. I think she was like she was really fucking tough as nails and shit like that. She was like ah yeah. She's really she funny was cool. Too. She's the funniest bit of the film. Yeah. Her role is just cut to her saying something. Cut to her with like a smoking with some sunglasses and being like, yeah, I'll fly, I'll fly the helicopter. <laughs> smoking, flying, like <laughs> just pouring gasoline into a helicopter yeah. while it explodes next to her. 
I love the bit when they recruit her because, like, the money is going down every time they re- recruit someone. So, like, Dave Batista, they, they offer him, like, 50 million or something, don't they? Yeah. And then they go to Tignataro and they're, like, half a million or something? Two. It's, like, two, two million. million yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like two million. And, it's and she's just, like, and they're, like, are you in? She's, like, it's two million dollars. You don't need to tell me anything. I'm in. <laughs> And then every other person after that, it's like, hey, you want to earn half a million dollars? Hey, you want to earn 25 grand or something? The the, the security guard, the douchebag. Yeah, it was like five grand for him or something, wasn't it? It was nothing. (laughs) Which almost, like, makes you wonder, like, how often has he... How often has he gone in there and, like, just come out for free? Yeah. Because he's always like, yeah, 20 grand? Yeah. No problem. But yeah, that, that that's I, I love a good getting a team together scene. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, I, I I like the team. I love um, the Swedish guy. Oh, German? Is he Swedish or German? He certainly looks Swedish, but Nine? he's probably German actually. Now that I yeah remember it, um, European stereotype. Yeah, European stereotype. Um, vaguely European man whose name Dieter. Mister Locksmith. Dieter. That was his name. There's a quite a there's the YouTuber. Yeah, there were, there were the influencers. They get they get Jake Paul to come in, basically. <laughs> Jake and Paul surprisingly, not in, the worst like, characters. They were pretty good. I didn't understand. Like, in his YouTube videos, was he going into Vegas and shooting zombies? I think he, he lived in Vegas or something like that. And, oh, um, and yeah, they, they were just, like, going into... into areas where there were zombies and like killing them and stuff like that and being like oh headshot oh no scope <laughs> yeah and just no like scope 360 yeah putting put yeah. video effects on it and stuff like that and doing that how youtuber that's definitely what happened like uh, yes that would absolutely like, happen uh, in real life there would be so many people like that a lot of them would probably die but oh yeah yeah you'd never hear about them yeah um dead. and who else the security guard not the security uh the, well the the head of security that um the guy sends in with them. He yeah. was he was pretty shit, wasn't he? He was. Uh, yeah, I kind of Martin. called it like I. I don't think this movie is like super like mind blowing like it's twists and turns. Like I kind of was like, okay, I bet he's here for like some zombie. Yeah, he was shifty from start to finish. Yeah, so I was like, it's gonna be one of those like, ooh, the zombie is more valuable than the money, which makes sense. Like it one hundred percent would be. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the weird like mythology they build with the zombies where it's like there's uh, this mega chad zombie yeah and then he has like his alphas and then from there there's just like the yeah if you give them an offering and stuff like that they'll leave you alone there's you know it's a, it's a yeah. territory essentially they're like he's wearing a cape he's wearing a cape and he's made himself a, a mask helmet? that covers the front of his head and not the back and they didn't exploit That's... that did he make really that? they that would guess so because it fits him well yeah but it could just be regular human head size but the thing is it's not it's not the type of you can't buy that kind of helmet can you that's like that's just a bit of metal yeah, with eye holes you would have to make it which implies that yeah. he knows smithing and stuff like that forgery and whatever can work a, a, a forge yeah he's a very smart zombie he's been man. watching those youtube videos of uh of those those people who make swords on youtube oh that stuff is so cool yeah dude. sword guys so cool I love those guys. But, um, yeah, he's been doing a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dave Bautista's whole arc, it's, it's not super amazing, but it, it's good enough to be, like, the emotional point of the film. Yeah, the thing with his daughter, oh. who was, like, halfway through the movie, I was like, wait, is that his actual 
are, are they actually father and daughter in this, or is he like her stepdad? Because like you see the scene in slow motion where he kills the mum and she opens the yeah. door and she's you know, and they're both upset about it. You know, no uh... no one's really pleased by this. And then like you <laughs> you know, and it's you're meant to believe that like that's the reason why they don't talk and stuff like that, and why she calls him Scott instead of Dad. Or whatever, yeah. but like they they did it so much to the point where I was like, wait, is he a, was he her stepdad before all this? Or like, what what was the case? <laughs> but no, like apparently they are father and daughter, and um, yeah, and then like there was the reveal. Oh, the reason I hate you or whatever isn't because you killed my mom, your wife. It's because you then just fucked off and didn't talk to me <laughs> or anything. And I'm like, and and Dave Batista's like, ooh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, maybe Fair I should have maybe I, mean... I shouldn't have done that <laughs> kind of thing like oh that maybe that that was a fuck up and I'm like what what's going on Dave Batista like are we meant to believe that this guy kills his wife off you know and, and like you know, one of his, his daughter's mother and then just leaves <laughs> I'm going to work now goodbye <laughs> sorry about that like, uh, see you what? see you in a few years I don't know. So I was re- I was real confused by that, and it was real stupid. Dude. Oh, one thing I, that actually made me laugh in the film was the the oh we should have mentioned this in the premise, but one of the things they have to get this job done soon, and the reason why this is like the perfect time to do is because yeah. they're about to nuke Las Vegas to wipe it out of zombies, mm-hmm. which arguably and they should do in so, real life. No. Yeah, yeah, it's nuke Vegas, please, and. They, but the thing is, there will be less military presence. There'll be less attention on it, so they can get in quick, get the money, get the heck out before the nuke drops. But they decide to move the nuke up. Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, we're moving up twenty four hours." They're like, "They're in the town and in the city when the nuke's gonna go off." Yeah. In hour. Because the president like does some dumb tweets or whatever, and is like, "I just thought it'd be pretty cool or whatever." The, do on the fourth of it July. Was so funny <laughs> that the yeah. reason why they 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 moved it up, he's like, "I just thought it would look." Like that's yeah. so like the the quotes from the, the president. American. The quotes from the president are so good. Like it's like I just thought it would look cool. Because like, it's like that is Donald Trump. That's like a that's like a watered down that's Donald, so Trump Donald Trump jab and stuff yeah. like that. Like you could obviously go harder with that, but he was like, yeah, just throwing this fun thing because it's it's not Biden, is it? It's not Obama. It's like no, it's Trump. Yeah, it's it's obviously <laughs> Trump. Being like, I think it'd be cool if we nuke Vegas. I'm like, to be honest, I agree. I think it'd be kind of cool. <laughs> like, I think it would look cool. Yeah. But I, I, I thought that bit was, was pretty good. But yeah, I, I don't think any of the characters are standout, though. I don't remember any of their names. Um, um, I, I enjoy, yeah, I think I think the only ones I'm, I'm really aware of are Dave Batista, Dieter, and his, and his big strong friend who, you know, Gay romance there in the making. Oh yeah. So you know that that should have that should have been something maybe, but uh. The movie has a good epilogue. It does, it just, doesn't it? And the world is is over again, which I really enjoy. Like I think a good zombie movie ends on disaster. Yeah. It doesn't end hopefully. Exactly. But like speaking of romances, though, to go back to romances, so there's a bit, kind of about two thirds in the of the way in this movie. Where the mechanic Maria Cruz, her name is apparently uh, the character, but you know the mechanic, oh, Dave Batista's second about. in command, yeah, and the first person he goes to, they like she she confesses her love to him, 
or whatever and is like, you know, I'm I'm pissed off that you don't want to like or whatever. Um and and I'm like, okay, I didn't see this coming or whatever. They they didn't really hint at this in any kind of no. meaningful way. And then a zombie comes out the elevator and snaps their fucking head right the way around, 180 degrees. Like, some kind of B-movie. I loved it. And I'm like, oh, a 6 out of 10 moment. No, that's 10 out no, of 10. No, it's not. It's amazing. stupid as shit. It's so Because we just have, like, bad romance forced into the to this movie that didn't need it. And, and then they end it. And, and, then, and then, let's just kill this character now, because she said that line that we needed her to say. This will be an emotional moving thing for Dave Bautista. He doesn't give two shits. His daughter's in danger. So he's never going to think about her again. And he here's doesn't. The thing, Kyle, right? Yeah, here's the thing, right? Yeah, that's stupid. But here's why it's amazing. Because where... There, there are very few movies. There are plenty of films that would have bad romance in them. Right? That would force this love into them that nobody really cares about. And it would keep forcing it into the very end of the film, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe she survives with the daughter and they run off. Of as some sort of weird mother daughter, yeah, like you know, parent. But this film was like, we're gonna set this, not set this romance up. We're just gonna spring it on you, and then suddenly her neck is snapped. It's <laughs> we're just gonna do it's, that. It's one right <laughs> after the other. Look, it's bold certainly, but like, what's what I don't like about it, and I think that that is that is what causes the that is what most of the six out of ten moments in this film are really just suddenly disjointed bits. That do not fit together. Yeah, it was like oh, you're a hundred percent right that it doesn't work functionally. This is not like a straight-laced, super serious, dour, Michael Bay type movie where it's all it's all muscles and and freedom and liberty and taking itself way too fucking seriously. This is yeah. you know this is a bit silly and it is a bit thingy, but like just out of nowhere, like I love you, Dave Batista, <laughs> neck right the way round. That we're done with this character. And it's, like, dumb for a number of reasons. <laughs> like, again, like I said, the romance just comes out of nowhere. Let's just force that in there that no one asked for and the story doesn't need. Two, we're going to snap this person's neck right the way around, which is silly looking and not disturbing or horrifying. And three, like, I had a third point and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, it's over the top and it's not very um, scary or spooky, but... yeah. Maybe it's because it, it has that evil dead vibe where it's kind of so over the top of its violence that it's, it cycles back to being very silly. And that's kind of like what I like I about it. Because, like, but, her spine pops out. Yeah. Like, it's so silly. But, like, also, it like, breaks yeah. the universe a little bit because while these zombies are shown to be smarter than regular zombies that we might be aware of from pop culture, they're not shown to be stronger and like, I don't know. They're they're pretty tough. They're durable, but they're durable because they're zombies, and because people didn't want to shoot them in the head at first. But like, I mean, no. But snapping someone's neck isn't actually that hard. I reckon it's just we don't do it. But <laughs> you mean it's just we don't do it? Are you, tell, are well, you like, telling because, me you could like, just fucking you know, run up and and twist a woman's head right the way around, causing a spine to pop could, out of her back? I reckon I could twist someone's head. Here's why, right? Like. Fighting through a pinky is only as difficult as fighting through a carrot. But we don't do it because, like, we have the instinct not to. We're like, this is bad and wrong and I shouldn't. If I wanted to bite a person's pinky off, I totally could. I'll eat that person's fingers. I'm crazy, yo. But, like, <laughs> You'll fight anyone. I re- <laughs> I'll fight anyone. 
have you listened to this podcast? It's mostly me challenging people to a it fight. It certainly is. But I, re- I reckon I could snap someone's neck. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to. That's insane. That's crazy. I, I don't know. Look, I'm not saying it's, like, it's really hard to snap people's neck. I don't know. It's just... He just does it from front on, and she doesn't, like... I don't know. I feel like you need to get, like, both arms in... Like, the arms in there, not just the hands and, like... Because he kind of just, yeah, like... like he's right. Like, he's a... But Kyle... I don't know. Kyle, shut up. It's, it's a zombie movie. Like, I'm not going to get into the schematics of biology. Look, people should just go, Oh, well, anything ridiculous can happen because it's a fictional premise. No. If it breaks the established rules of the fictional universe, then it should suffer the consequences. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, here's why I don't care, right? Because I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was enjoyable that right after they set up this movie, right after with these characters and they're about to escape, it's just suddenly her neck. It was happened. pretty fun. And you never... And again, it, and it's not like it was the romance we cared about, is it? No. It, it was um, now Dita and, uh, and his big strong friend, whose name I still don't know. It's one thing I like was the movie does put together like the heist team that every film heist film does. You know, you yeah. get you got the muscle and they, they you got <laughs> the escape driver. They do that. Here's what we're gonna the, do, and and you see them acting it out. Yeah, they even have the fall guy, which is just the, the security guard at the camp, and they just I leave him for dead. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. They do that in every zombie movie. Um, the one who's secretly you know trying to do a different job while they're doing the the other job. You know, um, the, the the backer, the guy with all the money, which is Mr. Tanaka, that they secretly want to steal the money from. Like, it's got it all. It has all the tropes of both a zombie movie and a heist film. And that's really what I enjoyed about it. And it's not emotionally that interesting, but it's it's fun. Yeah. You know? And, and zombie um, tiger. And zombie fucking tiger. The way it just mauls that scene. guy. And how much he deserves it. <laughs> the tiger, um... Like, it's running into the building, but it stops one point and sits in the car and just yawns, and I'm like, oh, he yawned. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, my work is done here. Even in zombie form, big cats are still cats. Like, they still just will... Cats are always cats. ...play around. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad the movie kind of sets up a sequel. I don't know what you would do with it, but, like, every great zombie film, you set up a sequel that likely never gets made. I, and you just imagine the just whole to, Just do another, um... Zombie movie crossed with other overplayed genre. So we we've done heist movies. So now, um, you know what's a big genre right now, Kyle, that they can mix it with? Comic books. No. <laughs> yeah, co- superheroes, comic books. You know what I'm thinking? Marvel zombies. No. Marvel zombies. Oh yeah, my least favorite Marvel. <laughs> I don't like Marvel zombies. That's fair enough. It's a gimmick, and people thought think it's interesting. It's not. It's not interesting. Anyways, uh, anyways, back on tangent. Um, I any other final? I think thoughts? we covered everything. I don't know. It didn't feel like we said a lot, but my God, did words come out? <laughs> I think it's enjoyable. I think you could cut if this movie was a little bit shorter. It would be really good. And there's some, like you said, six out of ten stuff that should be edited. Mm-hmm. Well, you couldn't edit certain things out, like the like yeah, the next yeah. snap. You could edit the romance sense, yeah. actually. So that that would help. Oh yeah, yeah. I, um, I guess if you keep the next snap. Without the romance bit, that's that actually works better. Look at us editing movies. Look at us, we're so smart. We're better than established filmmakers and, and auteurs, aren't we? So, should we should we move on? Award pending segment? Yeah, our, our, our famous award winning award pending segment. It's time. Wait, which one are we doing? <laughs> should we. How about we go right in the middle? We. Uh, we <laughs> in, uh, in a segment I'm going to call Watch This. I guess. 
where we recommend a bland <laughs> thing. Well, we we just tell you about a bland thing, and we go, it, it's it's serviceable, I suppose. You can either watch it or not watch it. You know, maybe you'll take you more of a shine to. to it than um. Maybe you'll feel str- more strongly about it than I do, but sure, we we can do that. Yeah, I've got the perfect choice for that. Yeah, right, let's do that. Let's, let's do that. I'd All right, to turn everybody. The segment off on its head. All right, Kai, why don't you start us off? We got thirty seconds on the clock. All righty, let me get my thirty-second timer on. Here we go. Here, here we go. Here, we go. Go. Okay, so the Bad Batch uh, recently started <laughs> started on Disney Plus. Uh, it starts with a seventy-five minute, like almost movie, about the uh, four or five kind of weird reject clones with um, with extra abilities from the Clone Wars in that spawned off from like the four worst episodes of um, the Clone Wars show in its entirety. Uh, they got a it takes place shit. after the Order sixty six. They don't. They're not affected. Oh, that was. I should have thought about this more. It's real bland. <laughs> I can't get to the end. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to it. When I do my rebuttal, I'll just. Alright, <laughs> All right, I got this. Don't worry. Don't worry. Mine's pretty bad, too. Alright. Three, two, one. Alright, so I don't know if my thing's any better or worse, because what I'm recommending, or what else, whatever, is. Bojack Horseman. Um, I've I've seen three episodes of Bojack 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 Horseman. Why can't I say that? And it was pretty pretty alright. I enjoyed it. And my gal pal has been watching it, and she says that it's very enjoyable to have on in the background, and that she enjoys Pickles, which I think is the dog. Whatever the dog man is, she likes the dog man. But that's just because she likes dogs. Not in that way. She just likes dogs in a normal way. Sounds like a fairy to me. Um, ah no. I like how I spent most of that just talking about. <laughs> I spent most of that trying to pronounce not, Bojack Horseman. And just defending my gal pal stance on definitely not being an animal. Like, yeah. Alright, then. Well, I'll, I'll rebuttal this now. Three, two, one. Anyway, your gal pal's a fairy. Uh, Bojack Horseman, from what I've seen, <laughs> seems like the odd episode or two, seems a lot better than uh, The Bad Batch. Bad Batch is just about the foremost generic archetype characters of. Uh, uh, they're in the forms of clones trying to evade capture after Order 66 in the Star Wars universe. But they got a little New Zealand sidekick. Another clone. What? Who's a girl? It's a it's a real we- it's a real X-23 situation. What's her weird power? It's probably the Force. It's not good anyway. Alright, here we go. I can I can counter that. Three, you can't counter two, the bit bitch. Okay, first off, my gal pal is not a furry. She's most definitely not. So how dare you? Well, you can count um, She likes dogs the same way that everybody likes dogs. But anyways, the bad <laughs> batch. Kyle just doesn't like things that are fun and, and just nonsense, and he has to have everything have meaning and be good. Not everything has to be good. Some stuff can just be mediocre and be fun to watch. Kind of like you, Kyle. Mediocre, but fun enough. Thank you. And um, also, my gal pal is smarter than most of you. Maybe I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this. I will send this to her. Oh no! All right. Um. That's. I think that's it, though. I, I think that's that's all I have. That's our award-winning yeah, segment that's, over. That's our award-winning segment. Everybody, let us know which thing sounded, I guess, more mediocre or better. I'm not sure what you want. Just tell us what you thought. Tell us what you thought on those things that we talked. And 
Yeah, you can email us. We have an email, don't we? Kyle? We certainly our... do. Our email address is backontangentpod at gmail dot com, or you can and tweet our... to twat twat twitters at uh, at backontangentpod. No, not pod. No, just back on. Ta- I Every told week you I this. Just... I knew this would happen. <laughs> Kyle, I'm sticking by my guns until I don't. Your guns are not properly loaded and will backfire in your face every time. <laughs> and, yeah, just tell us your, your thoughts, everybody. Thank you for listening, too. We've appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe any, any what, don't watch or don't watch the, uh, the the Bad Batch. Or is it... Maybe or is Omega it's, it's... Or is Omega probably pronounces it the Bad Bitch? Because she's from New Zealand. <laughs> she's a Kiwi. Yeah. Yeah. Any Any final thoughts? No. Okay, that's good. We're ending the podcast. <laughs> We're ending the podcast now. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>